You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for joining Carly's Couch. We're happy to see you here. Not see you, that's a lie. (laughs) I'm happy to pretend like you're listening and know that you're listening. How about that? And excited because our 100th episode is coming up. So get excited for that. August 17th will be our 100th episode. Yeah, and that one should be pretty interesting because we have people calling in. So we'll be dealing with some real life type stuff. Um, I dare you to try to roast me and yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I actually hope somebody does. Like I'm interested to see the prospect. Of that. Yeah, I've seen a couple of names I knew on the list that's calling in. So I was like, oh, here we go. So we'll see. Did you see any people that you know are your friends? I did. I did. And I'm excited, like I said, to see, because uh, if you haven't checked out the box uh, to order or to order to register for a time slot, like to call in and talk to us, it's like, you know, what do you want to talk about or what are some topics? And so it's cool to see, you know, y'all's thoughts and questions for things that you want to hear us talk about. Yeah. So that will be fun. And we look forward to recording day and seeing what happens there and then what we put together for that hundredth episode. So thanks for sticking with us. We hope to have lots of reviews to read for that episode. We should, um, then we should do a campaign for that. We get some more reviews in so we can read them and reminisce, or maybe we'll read a few old ones. We'll see. Um, but again, we appreciate that. And moving towards that episode, we are going to have a little chat today about um, something I think a lot of folks who, especially if you're an entrepreneur and or if you are working on a brand or have your own stuff going on, if you're very um, growth oriented, I think a lot of times that kind of goes hand in hand with dealing with like, all right, am I doing too much? Am I being too busy? Am I like not chilling? Um, am I chilling too much? This is, I, could, I shouldn't sit here. I shouldn't be out right now having a good time. I have stuff to do. And I think a lot of time is spent with those thoughts in our heads. And so uh, we're going to kind of examine that. Yeah. Man, and this happened. I have all of those thoughts all of the time. And so I thought it was important to talk about and, you know, talking to my friends, seeing some similarities in some of their situations and, and how they feel about things. Um, so for... A purpose-driven, like goal-oriented, growth-oriented type of person. Like, what's the balance in letting yourself just be and f- kind of flow with wherever life takes you, but also knowing that you know how intentional you are, and knowing that you want all of your actions and energy to be spent towards being intentional. Like, what's the balance with with those things? And my response to that is that there there doesn't need to be any balance between being intentional and what did you say in taking time, break time, mm-hmm. or yeah. being free-flowing? trying to remember the exact words you said. Um, but I, I think that the two go together because as an intentional person, your productive time can be productive and your chill time can also be your chill time, which is also productive for your well-being. And so I think to have a clear understanding of that, which um, I feel like I do and I feel like you do, what's most interesting to me is why we view those things as they're against each other um, and why even if we know, like I feel like you should know by now, I know you know by now is what I meant, that, you know, if playtime's important, mm-hmm. then we make time for it, um, then why would you feel bad about it? Um, so I, I think the question that you asked is one that probably we may think about when it's really not the one that we should think about. What's the one we should think about? I think the question to think about is, if you're being intentional with your, um, I guess I'll say chill time, there may be a different phrase that, that you want to focus around, but like if you're being intentional with um, your time, 
then is it time that's serving you or is it is your intention best serving you um and if not to be more intentional about okay I actually do need to work a little bit more because sometimes you do like I hate when people ask me or or say something about taking a break because I'm like that came with no context of anything else that's going on and so you're just kind of making that assumption like oh you need to chill when maybe somebody you know can't pay their rent tomorrow maybe they're like three weeks behind on some work or something Mm. you know like you don't know Um, And so it's like, no, actually, sometimes you need to get stuff done. But then sometimes, too, you know that, okay, I need to have built in time to relax or to think about the things or, you know, spend with people, whatever those things are. um, And that you need to be intentional about that as well. So I think it's how can I be um, maybe more intentional about all my time and not being intentional versus not being intentional or, or not not relaxing versus being intentional because I think that the two can happen together. I think so too. They're not mutually exclusive. I I think what makes it hard for me to frame is as a person who knows these things, like playtime is one of my, it's actually my, not one of, it's my favorite thing to do is to play and to just have fun. Um, But even still, sometimes I get caught up in the idea or I guess the rat race mentality. Nah, I don't like that. I get caught up in the mentality of like, always feeling like I'm having to be productive or do something. And even though I logically understand that playtime is important and my favorite thing in the whole wide world, um, still sometimes I feel like I might not be doing enough or I feel guilty for taking the time that I do to to play and to not, quote unquote, be you know intentionally working on work or working on something that'll further that bottom line or in my head get me closer to my purpose. If playtime is your favorite thing, mm-hmm. then why do you feel bad about engaging it? I just want to hear like just that answer to see yeah. where we go. Um, because, um, and I don't always feel bad, but I think sometimes I just feel like maybe I'm not doing enough to like have, eh, and I hate even saying this out loud, to have earned that. Like, I'm not, like, where I want to be. And so it's like, well, you're playing a lot right now, but you're not quite where you want to be. But I think that's actually very valid because also ice cream may be my favorite thing, but I'm not eating that for every meal. You know what I mean? And so I think that in this case, it's a let's assess the reality. And do you know how much time that you're spending doing work activities? Do you know how much time you're spending on playtime to be aware of, you're playing field right now, and you you probably are. Or if you do, I, and this is kind of the everybody. I'm like half like assessing Carly's situation and half talking uh, broadly for people. Is that I think that we feel we might feel bad, but it's because there's certain outcomes that we're really looking for. Mm-hmm. So I would think like, all right, what's the outcomes that I'm not getting? Like, am I not getting a new client? Am I not? Um, is it because I'm not really responding to people right now? And I was like, I know I should. Like, there's something that really is what you're, if that was being done, you will probably feel okay playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think assessing your real situation is, all right, what is what is that outcome or that thing that I'm measuring? So like we talked about in the other episode, maybe it's revisiting that with work. Um, and maybe reassessing, well, what process things can I like focus on more that allows me to have my time to play and to do that and like to have maybe whatever you're kind of looking for as far as a balance um, or to feel okay with it. Um, but I kind of got a little off from my reality part, which is also realistically knowing how much time you spend because 
um, a lot of times it, we might feel bad, like, oh man, I'm, you know, not really working as hard as I should, or I shouldn't be out right now. But if you looked at your actual time, then maybe, yeah, you are watching Netflix for 10 hours a day, or maybe, oh, I did get like four good hours of like straight work done. And that might be where you need to be, or if it's more or less, whatever, but like really actually knowing what do those numbers really look like? Cause what are you even assessing? You know, you're assessing just how do you feel about it? Yeah, agreed. Um, realistically, this past week was more like what my ideal situation is in balance because I think it's necessary to play and to rest and relax because you just have to to recharge. Mm-hmm. Like you can't constantly run a million miles an hour, even though I think that that's what's glorified, especially for entrepreneurs. It's like, oh, I quit my nine to five so I can work a 12 to 12, 365, you know, all mm-hmm. these. No, no, no. That is not why I became an entrepreneur, actually. Um, I wanted to own my own time and to have that freedom to do what I wanted to do when I want to do it. Um, and so this past week, I probably was like 60, 40 work, um, which is 60, like work and then 40 play. But, you know, I think ideally maybe I'd be 50-50, but I have to get that four solid hours of work in before I do the other things. But the four weeks before that, I was probably 95% work, 5% play. Mm -hmm. And so I was, like, running on E just because I had— About the effects of that. Oh, my God. I was running, like, myself into the ground trying to finish this work thing that was unexpected. Got done, and I did well, but, like— then bouncing back, I don't know if maybe that has something to feel, but... How did you feel after that, though? After those four weeks of 95.5? Yeah, four weeks of it? Yes. Oh, I thought you were saying a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah after no, the, well, after those four weeks, four weeks of the 95.5. <laughs> Dead. I felt... Have you ever seen um, on Looney Tunes, like when Wiley Coyote gets ran over by a steamroller, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he kind of floats down to the earth? Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I felt. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was wondering if you would be like, man, I felt so good, because that's what I find with me is that the more productive I am, that's kind of how I base like my mood. Like I'll feel really good because I got a lot done or um, that I got it all done. And I recognize at a point too, that I'm actually, I praise myself more for working harder or working more. And so to think like, all right, if I want to live a life where I say, oh man, I don't want to work that hard. I don't want to work, you know, but so hard. Then it's like, but you're kind of, that's kind of what you actually celebrate and what you like. Um, and so whether you reframe that one way or the other, again, I think it's kind of being honest about like what actually does feel you or make you feel good. Um, because maybe it feels good in the moment to have that playtime, but then at the end of the week, then do you spiral into that? Oh man, I didn't follow up with stuff because of playtime. And so again, I think it's process again, where it's like, what's something consistent that can make sense for, you know, you to have those both, both of those sides as you need them, um, and to do that in a way where you're not left feeling with low confidence because you didn't get as much done or you're not left burnt out because you did too much. And I think this brings up another interesting point because I actually do feel good when I'm super productive and work really hard on my things. I wasn't working on my thing. Mm-hmm. I was helping somebody else work on a thing. Mm-hmm. And after that, I felt super depleted. So now that I'm saying that out loud, it's a signal to me like that I have to make sure that I'm balancing my energy towards other people's projects and their things and my things because there was no balance. And I think that's really good. I'm glad you said that because, again, when it, you're talking about, um, you know, my favorite thing is play and going back to, you know, how I'm like, I don't like people trying to put their emotions around work onto me because I enjoy a lot of the stuff that I'm doing. I really enjoy it. And so it doesn't 
it's like working doesn't equal like a negative feeling per se, but maybe it does if you're working on stuff that is like, dang, this isn't what I want to be doing or this isn't what I want to be focused on. And so to that, I would say, okay, your play, how can you have feelings of play in your work? Or I'm sure you can have more feelings of play in your work, Carly. And especially when I see like a lot of the stuff you're doing is physical type stuff or training or building others, working with people. And so maybe instead of acting like, oh man, my chilling too hard versus the working, maybe focusing on making your work or making sure the time effort that goes into work stuff is that type of work that is also fulfilling. Um, and so I think instead of us blaming sometimes, um, like, oh man, I'm not doing enough, it's what you're doing isn't really fueling you. Yeah, and that's... And it might not always fuel you either because, you know, work stuff is work stuff, but... Um, but I think that you can see a difference when you're doing like that bullshit type stuff or like other people's stuff, especially um, versus your own or versus where you really have an interest. Yeah. And even when it is things that you might have an interest in, if it like wasn't planned or unexpected, like that adds another layer of things, which is kind of how I got in that whole situation. Mm-hmm. But um, in thinking about, you know, what can I enjoy about this and what do I enjoy about this and just noticing what things drain you. Um, to, cause I also, not only was it that, but compounding, I was doing things that are not in my strengths, which extra, extra, extra drains mm-hmm. me. And so also thinking about that too, like just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then going back to the convo then like maybe, maybe it's not always just like, oh man, I well, actually maybe it does kind of still go to perfectionism. If you're talking about like, oh man, like I, you know, I need to get all of this done, even if it's for them or with somebody else or, you know, you still may have these feelings of, you know, this is all on me to just get done and I need to do it. Um, But how, what else could it be? Because maybe it's not about perfectionism and maybe sometimes it just feels like, oh man, I shouldn't just, I shouldn't chill um, because you could enjoy your time being productive with something else. Like maybe there's something you can be doing and enjoy it. Um, so I think it may not necessarily even be like just around, I have to be doing something or maybe it is. I think you have to discover that for yourself. Um, but it's the quality of what you're doing. Always. Like I don't ever want to be busy just to be busy. And, um, I think that's a good check with yourself. Like, are you being productive or are you just being busy? And are you filling your plate with things to do just to do things? Or are they actually things that are worthwhile? So checking on that. Um, and that goes back, I would say, to being intentional because that's like your first question was about going with the flow versus being intentional. And so I think if you're living an intentional life, then maybe you don't have some of the issues that we kind of start going into. Like maybe it's more intentional about that time you spend or what you're spending it on. Um, so that may be one of the biggest reflections around your time. And then how do you feel towards it? Like what's your relationship towards it? I think that's an important distinction with intentionality. Like just because you're intentional doesn't mean that you're working 24 hours a day. Like um, I think that, like I said, society is especially glorifies entrepreneurs for this like team, no sleep, this hustle mentality that is completely unrealistic and, and not a real reflection of their lives. And it's just because you have playtime or other things doesn't mean you're not being intentional. And I think we see those things and we act like that sometimes, even us, because that is what we want to do or like we want to be right. Like that's that's the whole internal discussion is like you see, you know, team no sleep or people that's become a thing or people post about 
you know, steadily being productive, 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 because that is what we value. Or even with ourselves, like, man, like I was so productive. That's what I value. Or man, I feel bad watching Netflix because I value that in those people. So I think we can say that. And at the same time, low key, that's, that's really, you know, we want to feel like you're always getting stuff done. Um, but again, perspective wise, like, and logically, like how we can step out and be like, but that doesn't make sense. And people don't really do that is also, you know, being realistic about, you know, how people really spend their time understanding what you see is just what you see. Um, understanding that, um, what you're doing is the best that you can do or what you're doing is what you set out to do and not really having any kind of comparison or, you know, trying to feel like you need to either down that or be with it, to be honest. Like, I, I'm, if you're team no sleep, then be team no sleep. Like I said, sometimes, like, I'm on the other side of it where I get it, and it's like, you got to do what you got to do. Um, but also, we know that those people probably do sleep. And so, um, you know, it's kind of not trying to take on that, you know, for yourself and to figure out where you need to be. And a lot of these entrepreneurs and motivational speakers and people who, you know, are all about hustling and getting stuff done and figuring things out, like they do intentionally build time into their lives for their families. Like um, I know Tony Robbins talks about it a lot, how he did this so he could create a life that he wanted to live. And part of that is spending time with his wife and with his family and making sure that he's being intentional about that, too. Yeah, I think people ask the wrong question a lot of times when they ask people, like, how do you balance work and family? And it's really the question is just how, you know, how can I be better with my time management? And there's time to do all of that stuff. It's just sometimes there's more for certain things. Sometimes there's less. Um, but there is, you know, the management of it is what you should be asking. And I think that when people ask about balancing, they're doing that from the bias or from a space of really they're trying to be like, why are you doing so much or why are you working so hard? Um, and I think that's like the wrong frame to come from. Man, one of my line sisters um, was looking at different jobs and she works in engineering and she was like, well, I really like this company because they have a better work-life balance. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, this company, you know, they were telling me that, you know, they have great work-life balance. And I was like, bro, how did, what? It's about how you balance your time um, and what's important They just finagled you. That's what I'm saying. Because they said they had a pool table and now you make, they make you feel like, because it's on their campus, that you're doing individual <laughs> stuff and you're not. But they really like hoodwinked you into staying on a campus 24-7 because now you feel like you have all those things, which is what I... Um, before COVID was reading a lot about like Google and all these places that have these campuses that are all inclusive. They feed us breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There's a doctor here. There's yoga. There's all this, but guess what? Your ass just spent how many hours on campus? Mm -hmm. So thinking about that. um, So being intentional and really focused on your work and knowing that you're super ambitious and have all these goals. um, How important is it for you to just have fun and let yourself be sometimes? Um, I think hopefully as much time as you can, you can be having fun and enjoying it because if we always talk about a process, if we always talk about um, life is a journey or your business is a journey and all that stuff, I think the point is that you should be trying to make sure you're enjoying it along the way and not trying to kill yourself to get to a point that feels good. Um, And so again, it's the assess like your day to day. And that's really what you would need to adjust to feel good with with yourself at the end of the day. Um, Because I think that the whole thing should be um, fun for the most part. Because if you're not enjoying a process, if you're just trying to get to something, then you're low key just kind of wasting your life. Like you're wasting that time if you're not enjoying any of it to get to something. Yeah, we work hard so that we can enjoy life and and do things and also enjoy our work. Um, That's why I stopped engineering Mm -hmm. um, and got here. Mm -hmm. So do you ever feel guilty about like this rest time or this time to just chill or let yourself be? 
No, I don't. Um, I don't feel guilty unless I know I have stuff that I'm avoiding or um, not doing, in which case, again, it's like I should be doing that thing. Um, and I think that, sure, self-care and all that is um, popular and fun to talk about. And also, I think a lot of people talk about it when they're not doing what they need to do. So personally, if I won't ever feel guilty, like hanging out or chilling or doing what I need to do. And I spend a lot of time every day doing activities that are apart from work. Um, but there's also times where it's like, all right, I need to get certain things done or I know I will feel better um, about enjoying my time if I do what I need to do. And so if I think I am feeling guilty, then I kind of would have a moment with myself to be like, all right, um, you know, is that something you said you were going to get done? If it was, then I need to do that because I need to honor my word. And otherwise, like if it's something that can wait or can, you know, be done later or the next day or whatever, then you can and you can enjoy your chill time. Or if I know, like, have I done a lot today or have I, you know, given it, you know, what I, excuse me, what I have for today? And if so, then my output's not going to be that awesome anyway. And so sometimes it's better to just chill out and then come back refreshed. Yeah. I really like the way that you answered that. And it got me thinking about why I do feel guilty, even though I know how important, you know, this self-care, this chill time is to disconnect, but also to recharge, to, you know, hear different things or be inspired or see different things and to just let yourself be. Um, but I think it's because I am a little unrealistic with my expectations of how much I'm supposed to get done and I'm supposed to be doing. And I feel like there's always something that I can be doing or haven't finished or haven't done. And so you saying all that made me think like, man, I need to really reassess what those are and like check in with just that part. But if you're already um, watching how you spend your days, then I think it's going back a week or whenever um, to assess like how you felt with those days and to see what that load is. Because I would always try to get a certain amount of time down, um, a certain amount of things done in a day. And then I'd realize now looking back is at my calendar and my planner helps me to better plan my days because now I'm not trying to put so many tasks in one day or I know a more accurate um, amount that I can get done or what I have the energy for as far as calls or meetings or laptop time. Um, and I can make it a little bit more realistic for me. Yeah. And that's probably the, the disconnect for me is like my systems like aren't like I've, I've been working on them and they're much better, but they're still not where they need to be with like scheduling and making sure I'm being realistic with how much I can complete in a day. So maybe that's how do you, um, how do you like set your weeks as far as your tasks? So I think about all the places that I have to physically be first so mm -hmm. I can write all those things in because then I have to account for travel time and being mm -hmm. ready. So I put all that stuff in there first. And then I write in the things I want to get done for the week, like for my business and looking at that. And then I also add in like workouts and and other little pieces of time for me, like morning coffee, like thinking about my morning routine, like that's every morning. And then my night routine is every night. Um, but what I need to get better at, and I guess a re-examine is like my systems for these things for my business. Cause I never really know how long stuff takes. And I think it was in 10 X when he was talking about stuff always takes way longer than you think it's going to take. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's where I'm fucking up at. Yeah. But even with that, how do you determine? Cause one of the things you said was um, stuff you want to do for your business, but like, how do you determine what that looks like on your planner? So I set my goals, um, you know, for the year at the beginning of the year, but then I kind of re-examine them for the month. Like this month though, I want to try to, um, not, I want to try, I want to, 
grow this much or I want to do this or I want to reach out to these people for sales. And then I, I kind of backtrack mm-hmm. into that um, with the steps, kind of how we talked about with process. Um, but I haven't quite found a groove on that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the end of the day then, you, but you have had scheduled and you have been intentional already about a morning routine, an evening routine, places you have to be and work you want to do for your business, mm-hmm. it sounds like. So then what, what would cause you to feel guilty if you don't do something that you had listed down? Yeah, for sure. And so that's why you're saying maybe list less stuff. Yeah, like maybe mm-hmm. maybe like scale that back. So thinking, yeah, I'm gonna email you know ten people this week, and I'm gonna do all this and work out twenty five times. Like kind of mm-hmm. maybe scaling all those things back a little bit. Because you try to put down um, those specific tasks for the day. Is that what you do? Um, on most days, yes. Okay, so I feel like that's mostly what I would do before too. And something that I changed that was very helpful from doing it that way that may be helpful. And I'm sure we've mentioned this before and that we talked about it, but to look at it more like, um, let's say if these are biz dev tasks, like have your ongoing list of like priorities of like, what do you need to do for your business or what needs to be done? Or maybe you have like sales and maybe it's like something that's operations or, you know, like website updates or, you know, stuff you want to do marketing and stuff. Um, but having those columns for like things that, you know, you want to get done, but then instead of saying what task you're going to get done on a day, which would be like your goal oriented saying from 10 to 12, I work on Carly's biz dev. And that way you just kind of start working down your list. And as long as you know, that time has spent towards that, however far you get is however far you get on your list. And then if you maybe, um, and what I've had to change up and try to figure out where it works best for me though, is okay. Do I do a, like a little bit of that every day or is every day focused on something different? So I've tried to have like, um, maybe one day is the sales focus day. One day is like a team delegations. One day you focus on operations. But sometimes that's kind of, you know, gets mixy. Um, but either way, like having like biz dev time for like a couple hours, it's like, all right, you just work on what you have. Um, and when you're done, you're done. So at least you can check off. I worked on biz dev instead hours. of, man, I didn't get the site finished and write 10 blogs today because that's so much. And I think that helped me realize too, if, I had 10 to 12 work on Capsoch operations type stuff. And it's like, I swear you start answering like one email and next thing you know, it's like one o'clock. So it's like, damn, like that takes a long time to do, I was about to say nothing, but it takes a long time to do, you know, little pieces of stuff sometimes, or you run into something or whatever. But again, if you're focused in that space, you're going to keep moving forward. And so Mm. maybe trying to think about it that way, um, because you can't be mad if you turn it into a process and you've had time of like, I had my chill time at the start. I had time that I worked on my business and I had time that I worked with other people and, and did other things. Um, and then also I think that that helped me to regulate the offset of working on other people's stuff and by other people's stuff, I guess it's not the same if they're like clients, but like stuff that other people could do on the team maybe. Um, in your case, like if you're working with somebody on their projects as well, um, this may be something for that, but it's like, all right, am I spending three hours a day on their stuff in like, you know, an hour on mine, like, no, like really setting it so that, okay, I'm going to spend three hours on my stuff this part of the day. And then maybe it's like a couple hours for them as well, or, you know, whatever makes the most sense. But I think that knowing that you put the time into your stuff, um, makes you feel more like you won the day than being intentional about other work 
and then you feel like these important things never get touched or you get to the end of the week and then you try to touch them or see what you did or didn't do. Man, and then for a person like me who doesn't like being put in boxes and, and is, if y'all haven't been listening for a long time, I'm kind of anti like super scheduling out my time because I like to feel like I'm free flowing. But what I'm realizing is that by scheduling my time, that allows me a lot more freedom in these moments. So I, I like instead of having like the goals of like these 10 things, it just being time for me to work how I work in that space. It allows mm-hmm. me a little bit more freedom. Yeah, because that's, that's taking yourself out of the box, I think, of having to get a certain thing by certain dates. Mm-hmm. But then there's those tasks or, or where, where I find I have to focus more on or be more um, aware is, is my list really prioritized appropriately? You know, so like I still don't start doing the BS stuff first. Um, whereas like Alex, you know you need to do sales, so you need to do sales stuff first. Um, so I think it's still like you can catch yourself trying to procrastinate and you still might feel like at the end of the week, oh man, I didn't get the important things done because you kind of skipped them. Um, but starting with like those things first or starting with like one of the hard things and just starting to work at it will like move everything so much better. Yeah, I'm going to try that this week and let y'all know how it goes. If you have the same issues that I do or if your to-do list rarely ever gets to a to-done list, um, definitely try blocking it out that way. One of my clients, because uh, I always ask questions after I work out or after I train people, I always like ask them a question to think about because I think fitness and wellness is so much more important than just physical. So I just give them like food for thought afterwards and they can either answer it or just something they can think about if they're not mm-hmm. comfortable answering in front of people. And... Um, she had a shout out to Cleo. She had a great point. She was like, you know, instead of it being a to do list, it's like I get to do it. So also mm-hmm. bringing in that element of like, yo, this is an opportunity. So something that I'm grateful to have and just kind of shifting that perspective too. Because um, I noticed I've lately I've been in the fuck. This is stuff I have to do list. Mm-hmm. But then so going back, though, to kind of how we started in like the core of the convo is like, man, like kind of feeling guilty when you are chilling or having fun is Maybe what you really feel guilty about is I feel guilty about not wanting to do certain stuff or like having to do certain things that you don't want to do. Um, and so it, it may it may not be around like just relaxing. Like so. So to your point, change the perspective like, man, like, you know, I'm chilling right now. I'm enjoying I need to enjoy this. But assessing like what needs to change or how maybe you can change, because that's kind of not really easy to do either like all of a sudden be like yeah forget your project I'm not gonna do this um but maybe in the future like it's like thinking about like all right I don't you know I can support things and not take it on like that's okay if I don't want to do that or if I'm I've outgrown that space or I'm not in that space um or if these are things that are important to me and I do want to see them work and and go well with projects especially if there's like friends or you know your people in your community projects they have going on and you know you can assist but sometimes that's the reason why like the sales and the work and the shit that you need to do, you need to do so that you can like, now I have a system, I can step away and like go do this project and it's not draining because that stuff is set. Or I could take a trip or something because maybe sales is the answer and now it's like, you don't have to be the person doing all that stuff. And so again, it's like, it might just not be for this time, you know, some of those other things that you might feel bad about right now. But if we reframe it to like, man, like I'm excited and energized to grow my business or to do the work that matters because that'll get you to the space where you could do whatever you want with your time. And so continuing to think about it that way makes it feel um, more like an honor and like a privilege to spend my time working and to enjoy um, the confidence that I get from seeing things move and grow because I'm focused there 
instead of thinking about that chill time as a break from that per se, or like as a, not a break, but like as an, like an escape from that. Um, but that it also complements my time to relax and let my brain recharge. Yeah, they're all interwoven into the same thing. It's not different. And what's interesting is I feel like we can look at situations in our lives and even ourselves and sometimes think like we know what the issue is or what something is. But that's why I'm really glad that, you know, we have Carly's Couch because even just now y'all heard me process thinking it was this one thing, but it was actually something different. Um, And so, you know, grateful for that opportunity to kind of talk through. Yeah, and it may not have been that either. So like, (laughs) you know, because that's one thing I learned too is like people hate um, or people have told me like they don't like, you know, if you try to like put something on them like, oh man, you you know, this going on with you. It's like, no, nah, it might not be. So, I mean, I think you you assess, I think we know we've identified feelings. So we've identified feeling kind of guilty and we've identified, um, I actually I think it's mostly the guilt, but it's like really, if you look at all the pieces of this puzzle, like which things do I actually feel guilty about? Because if I feel guilty about relaxing, it has to be because I see more value or I I really wish like this other thing looks better, would feel better, but but does it? Because that's why you're relaxing, right? So like just understanding like where does that, where does that feeling coming from exactly? Mm-hmm. And pinpointing it and kind of getting down and being willing to shift your perspective and be open to, it might not be exactly what you think it is. Um, yeah. Yeah, we might really think like, oh, I, I should be looking like team no sleep out here and I don't and I feel bad about that. And that would be an honest assessment. You know, if you don't, if you feel bad, if people didn't think you're working hard. Um, and so then it might come down to validation or like, oh, how people think about something or whatever. So again, like I, I think the goal is to feel strong and to feel good in your decisions every day and to feel like you're okay with the things that you're doing because it's your life. And so uh, it has to make sense. And so it's hard to like change things all of a sudden, especially like with other people or with clients that client, you know, you need to let go or like, you know, this person that you don't really want to, um, you know, have to be around all the time or whatever it may be, but like really assessing that and then making the changes that you need to make is going to be a key and feeling like you don't need to balance it all. Yeah. is the key. And also not feeling like you have to be doing something like working a hundred percent of the time. Cause that's super unrealistic. Yeah, thank you, Lex. Mm-hmm. I said it. I said in Alexia's attic today. You did what? I said in Alexia's <sighs> attic. Oh, <laughs> not Alexia's attic. Oh God, we got another shout out for y'all today. So, um, we had a guest on the podcast a while ago, actually, Kiara Imani Williams, one of my really good friends. And today, she's our shout out. Her and Michael Nelder created these like you cards. Bow. And they are the game with no rules. They said, we believe in the power of play and they are conversation starters, like ways to get to know people Um, and, you know, things you can do when you're drinking or just like, you know, spending time together with a partner, with a friend, with getting to know people like in a group setting. And I think that they're super great. And to be fair, they came out before a couple of the other um, big card games. Like she's been working on these for a long time. So it's Mm -hmm. really cool to see them like come to fruition. What's the name? Or can you spell it out or tell people Mm -hmm. what they can? They're called Like You, L-I-K-E-U, like the letter U. And you can check them out on Like You Cards. Oh, wait, let me see. Oh, man, I had the website. I'll put it. Oh, no, it is LikeYouCards.com. L-I-K-E-U-C-A-R-D-S.com. And then Like You Cards on Instagram (laughs) also, so you can follow them. And we're actually going to get our question of the day from there. Um, We're both going to ask one. Uh, We get a pick. They have two colors. You can pick one of the four that I gave you and then... What's the difference between the top questions and the bottom ones? 
There's not one. I don't think. Okay. Okay. So I'll ask you one. Um, is love a choice or a feeling? I think love is a choice. I think you do have the feelings, but to actually love, I think love is a verb, so it is a choice. And then what happens when you people answer the questions? Like, what do you do with it? Um, there's no rules. And so okay. like, so you can you pass you it want. or you can do whatever you want. So if you want to answer, you can. If not, I'll just ask you one. Ask okay. Um, oh, man, I want to ask you two. But we'll go with one. Um, <clears throat> I'll save the other one. So uh, what motivates you to get out of the bed in the morning? Hmm. Uh, I don't. What motivates me to get out of the bed in the morning? Um, I get out of the bed easily in the morning because I'm excited to make my coffee. That's really like sometimes I go to sleep like, man, I can't wait to make some coffee in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, her coffee's fire too. And um, yeah, like I, I kind of get up because I'm excited to get started and to have some chill time for myself before I start working. I love it. So if y'all have questions, so if y'all want to answer our Like You Cards question, what motivates you to get out of the bed in the morning? And what was yours? Is love a choice or a feeling? Add us. Let us know. We'll check out Like You Cards on Instagram and their website. Shout out to Kiara and Michael. Yeah, I wonder what their Instagram's about because they could have a real easy um, campaign strategy around getting interaction around these questions. Sounds like they need to hit up Lex and Cap Social. <laughs> <laughs> hit me up. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.